2: Yeah, you got to make sure everybody leaves happy. He was asking some aware questions, and we wanted to make sure that we wanted to make sure of that. Abby, is that is that lipstick all right there? Abby, okay.
0: (laughs) I just decided to to look a little spruced up this morning, you know.
3: (laughs) Just because, just because it's a Monday morning.
2: That's that's how money gets made. You just yes, I remember getting dressed. In a suit and standing up to do cold calls when I first started building this company, wow. nobody could see me. But standing up was my energy, and the suit made me feel good. Yes, sir. And that's how I did it. That's how I did it. Yep, that was back in two thousand and nine. That's how I did it, I Accidentally taught myself cold calling. I had it's <laughs> not what I was trying to do. I put an ad in a free paper here in, in, in the Galveston County area and about 400 calls were coming in a day. Wow. And I didn't know what to do, so I had to learn. I'm pretty sure I ruined the first 3,000 calls. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But by, you know, by then, money, making money over the phone wasn't hard. I used to have the, the big phone fear like everybody else, you know. The phone was a thousand pounds, and then that happened, but yeah no, last night's call was great actually today's meeting is going to be a a more myopic I, I never know how to I never know how to condense that word it it means narrow viewed, but I, I never know a a word to someone give me a word besides the s a t word myopic. I don't know one it's just I'm going to go a little small microscopic view, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. Microscopic doesn't really work there. But fantastic if you on, if you had to leave. It's actually it was thirty three people on the call by the time it was done, an hour over time, it was twenty nine people on the call. So, you know, not- all, all the people left were it was midnight, you know, for them. That's all. You, Jerome, you should say something? No, no, no. You good? Okay, good, oh. good. No, 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 no. You good? You good? You keep it on mute. you keep it on mute. I, I like. I like the noise in the background. Good morning. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. Now, just one fire thing about last night. You, you. you well, two fire things. I have no problems with questions because we're transparent. But he was asking honest, genuine uh, questions, and I could tell he had been wounded how many of you've been wounded by MLM (laughs) don't fool me now don't fool me we all been so i look we've all been sold that dream only to have our friends and families go again really what you doing now tony (laughs) what you selling now uh-uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Exactly, exactly. But the most important thing I want you, and I guess this is for my strategic thinkers, every now and then, you have to fight a battle that crushes more than the battle ahead. Are you all familiar with the movie? Well, it's a book. For, it was a, The book was, was better, but that's how it normally is ender's game familiar with that all oh right love it man fantastic book incredible movie now the reason why books always been in the movies it's it's not that hollywood just messes stuff up it's the book allows you to use your perfect imagination when someone and Hollywood does it, it's their perfect imagination, and people don't like other people thinking for them. That's all it is, really. Okay. And that, that's all it is. That, that's why. And sometimes it's terrible, but you know, that's what, that's what that is going on. In this game, there's a section where the young man is in training and he beats the crap out of one bully. I mean, overbeats him. It was terrible. It was terrible. And when he's getting ready to get suspended or whatever, expelled, they asked him to defend himself. He said, well, I did that because the bully had four friends and I wanted to fight all those battles with the one battle. Now, none of them would mess with me again, because I fought all those battles through that one. And that is kind of what I did last night. Not the battle with Mr. Pierre, but there was the battle with you. Okay. You didn't necessarily know how to answer I've been wounded questions is just the same thing as I've been wounded by, okay? Right, you didn't know. Therefore, I took the time to address them publicly. But what I really wanted to do was show all of you, we have no reason, and please hear what I'm saying, we have no reason to be afraid or ashamed we are confusing because this doesn't exist. People are not going to catch on to what we're doing until they write books about us. I just need you to get that we are Netflix doing mail-in DVDs. We are Disney making cartoons. We're just something that never happened before. It's hard to understand. Go ahead, Jerome.
4: Antonio, um, I I have not been fired up about this until last night. And when I went to bed last night, I was like, that was an amazing call. That was an amazing exchange. I woke up this morning, and I remember what you told me the other day. You said, Jerome, just tell them to follow you. And I said, Antonio just gave me the blueprint to reach out to all those people I talked to before without explanation and say, open the hood, kick the tires, take it for a drive, Put your credit card away. Because when you decide that this is what you need, you're already going to be there. You're going to already sign. I, say, I'm, I ain't even worried about you. And I said, that's all I got to do. I ain't got to sell nothing, nothing. But tell them, you've been, you've been with me for 20 years. You've been with me for 30 years. You know I never pressure anybody to do anything. Put your credit card away. Look under the I said, now some of y'all going to sign up and I'm going to give you the link. Okay? And I'm going to get paid. But the, the rest of y'all, boom, boom. T- Antonio, I, I'm going to do that before the day's out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to all of them because I say when, when I start, I want them to start too. See, I would just say, oh, I'll wait till after we get started. Oh uh-uh, no, I'm not. Because if, it, if she was on the other foot, Antonio, guess what I want them to do for me? Yo, we about to do something ain't nobody doing. That's right. Nobody. You ain't going to figure I'm telling you right now. Here's, here's the link for next week. If they change it, I'll send it to you. If not, you need to be on next week's call at 10 o'clock, that's right.
2: hello, that's come right. on now. That's right, that's
4: one, right. One page, I'm gonna keep it simple, but you fired me, the way you dealt with Pierre Antonio, I'm telling you right now, it wasn't the other stuff, it was the way you, cause I said Jerome, you know a lot of Pierre's out there mm-hmm. who need to, to open up that hood, kick them tires, check that tire pressure, take that thing for a test run and go, wait a minute, they got real classes here, wait a minute, that's valuable, wait a minute. There's something to
2: this thing that's right I love right perfectly said perfectly said. and Dumb. most of y'all are going to deal with the honorable Pierre's out there by handling them very gently. There was no you know there was, there was, no, it was no problem for me. for one, I'm built for confrontation, even though he wasn't confrontational. So none of that stuff bothers me, but he was just being it just had questions. He just had questions and I can't stress this enough. He just had questions and I didn't wanna run from the questions so we can do it right now. You know, right now, hey, ain't no sense. But, But how many times do you get to ask a question and get an honest answer? So this was my, now I'm going to say this gently but this was my problem with my first religious teachers. I would ask a question and they would tell me to shut up and have faith. And not, well, not shut up, but you know, they would say, don't ask questions, have faith. (laughs) They they would still say don't ask questions and I'm wrong for questioning. And that is not how you transform. It's not, it's just not how you transform. It's not how you transform. Before I give props to Diana. On because I'm gonna come back to what Law said. I'm gonna give props to Dion. I mean, what Jerome said, let me get Laura quick. Boy, I'm, I couldn't understand why Susan said Emmy, but now that I'm looking at you, I fully understand why Susan said Emmy. Yes, sir. Come on, put your fine self on this camera and brighten up. Stop making
5: me feel so good about myself. I mean, <laughs> the mirror did enough job, let me tell you. No, I just wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to add on to what Jerome was saying. I I actually like the way that Jerome just pitched that. Put your credit cards away and take a look under the hood. Mm. Jerome, I think you got something there. I think I'm going to start leading with that and and see how that goes. I think that was awesome. You put that beautifully. Because the minute you ask someone to put their credit card in, they just get all kind of convulsions.
2: No doubt. I didn't even know. I I think you make a good point. When he said it, it felt real good to me but I didn't process it until you just said it again. It's why we, when I had the first, let me, let me give Deanna her props. When I shared my screen last night and I just went, you know, I was going through the the freshman level. I just went to the daily meetings. I didn't realize Deanna had did so much uploading. She's been uploading because I've been so busy. I remember scrolling to 104 and still had the capability to scroll so c o o what a wonderful job you did okay and this is how I always tell everybody everything's connected had that not been there then the wonderful proof of of safety right that 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 de-risking that happened last night for pierre would not have been so well. I mean just imagine who imagine you had a hundred and four plus meetings on the humor consultants. Private meetings. Just imagine. Imagine how much you would feel better about starting your speaker business. Think about that for a second. Like, think about that. That's a big deal. It's a big deal, and a lot of that has been us building this. So shout out to you, Diana. But just those daily meetings alone, I would pay $30,000 for. If Google was to say, forget Google, if a six-figure business in my area was to say, man, listen, you give us $30,000, We'll let you sit in our meetings and see how we get to $300,000 a year. We'll even let you ask questions. And we'll let you steal everything we're doing. And you can take it back to your business. Am I the only one that would pay for that in my area? And we way
6: past six figures. It almost sounds unbelievable, doesn't it?
2: Exactly.
6: That's That's why that credibility is so important.
2: Yeah you yeah, absolutely right, absolutely right, absolutely right. Shout out to all of you who stayed far longer. I mean, even if you hopped off 30 minutes early, you still, because you're still an hour in. <laughs> you're still an hour in, you're still an hour in. The call lasted 90 minutes, I think about, about 87 minutes. I got us out there about three minutes before the half hour, but I want you to just process The power of this no-charge section that Phil has said, let me give you a scholarship. Okay. It is powerful because when I designed it, I was talking to Deanna. This is why I run things by her. And she liked it, but I didn't I didn't get that that happy that she does when she likes stuff. She has this, yeah, she has this happiness about it. So when I said, well, let me pull some stuff over there that grows every month, then she got that happiness about her. These things grow every month. It's just, imagine signing up for something for free and it gains value every single month. In some cases, every single day, depending on the the daily meetings. And for now, I have no intentions to close the daily meetings down. I don't know how long it's gonna last because I'm kind of vibrating at the frequency of pain, not that I'm in pain. I'm figuring out, okay, I'm, I'm kind of tapped into the collective consciousness of, can somebody please help us? And it's still stronger than ever, so it will still be available and this will still be at no charge until the universe tells me otherwise. That may never happen. And I I may be building something that even, I'm pretty sure I am, that I have no idea what I'm doing. And this open to the public transparency may be the start of a new type of capitalistic business. Who knows? That's not my intent, Jerry, but we all know that God does things that we ain't intending to do. You know, you know, that's is that am I still right about that, Abby? Is that, that the way things work? You know, okay, good, good, good. Yes. Good. You know, so I mean, sometimes you you, you plan on doing one thing and then and then it becomes something major. Because the universe knows the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way for Steve to get to where Steve wants to go you know so that's that now yesterday i laid out a four point plan and i'm going to i'm going to
6: read oh go ahead phil i'm sorry go ahead. yeah before you move on transparency and authenticity is something people are craving for in today's world amen because of all the things we're dealing with so when you run into something there, are people who are authentic and they're transparent it's just unique enough that people want to be involved and in simply for those reasons. Mm-hmm. I
2: again that's what what law just did with Jerome and I caught it the second time with Phil just did. I, I didn't process that to feel to slow down time for me and let me process that. I think my my goal, my new goal for all of you as what just happened in my head as Phil was talking? It's just go out there, be authentic and transparent. I don't want to give you a script. I can. You will have a foundation. You have a foundation, and in your back office, there would be plenty of foundations. But you just need to go serve people. Period. I don't want to look anything. Or feel excuse me, anything like an MLM. there are some really good things in theory that MLM does, as in paying people monthly, as in allowing you to get paid for leading people like a a, a what they would call a residual structure, having a compensation plan in, in the first place, okay all that stuff, but the word the phrase compensation plan implies you have to do something outside of sharing a link. You know, it, it implies you have to meet a certain quota. You, like compensation plan says, it, it, it's, it's implicit there, you must have a certain quota. And then when you get to this quota, then this thing unlocks. We don't have none of that. Ranks don't do nothing. But show how much money Arshia is making. That's all they do. Okay? And I borrowed that from the NFL. The NFL is just pretty, or the NBA, they're pretty transparent about athletes' contracts. And it makes everyone in the world wants to be an athlete. Okay. So when everybody figuring out that Arshia is making $45,000 a month, everybody going to want to be like her. Sounds good to me. Okay? Sounds good to me. None of this stuff is supposed to feel bad, okay? You go out there, you serve people. If you got to do that looking like the Emmys, the law, you do that. If you do it in basketball shorts, you do that. However you do it, serve people because Earl Nightingale says there's two ways to make money. You make it in an a Mint. And Antonio says that's illegal if you're not actually in a Mint. They call that counterfeit. And then he finishes and said, oh, you serve people. You can tell the quality of a neighborhood, excuse me, you can tell how many people a neighborhood serves by the quality of that neighborhood, period. My life is fantastic because I serve a lot of freaking people. This is what it is, Okay, This is what it is. Now, I laid out a four-point plan. You should write all this down and. We're only going to focus on the first one today, and I'll break down each one you know, in the consecutive days, assuming that we have power. We missed a hurricane, Susan, and they got hit with a tropical storm. we get getting hit with a tropical storm right now. It makes no sense. <laughs> Go ahead, Susan.
1: Yeah, I know. I've been following it. It makes this, no sense. Yeah, I have this tracker called Max Tracker, which is an app, Max Tracker, and it's um, a guy that retired here, his name was Max, who's expert genius. So it it tells all the storms. That's why I gave Grace a little bit of a heads up. They're not sure what you guys were doing, you know, how long we're staying up there. I knew you probably weren't watching things at that point. But anyway, now I forget what I was going to say, but it was something. I
2: was talking about plan, five, four point plan, and I've come up with phase one.
1: Well, when you said about um, what you said about the MLMs and, you know, and all that, and, and at the end of the day, and in all the years that we've been in business, you know, and you think about the money you've made and, and the, the big, the big ones where you make a lot of money. I don't think about those. I think about the relationships that we've built. Facts. And that is what we, that drives us to continue on. The relationships that we've built over the years and that we continue to have and, and the people that remember us from 30 years ago or 20 years ago or 10 years ago and, and still have that good feeling about us, that, that's what's the most important. When, when you have that and the relationships the money will come
2: and continue to continue to come. Indeed. I, I, when I think about when I was in the army, my, the, the family I was adopted to uh, my, with three years apart, my little brother, he's my brother; brothers, my cousin. And I called back from the army and I told him his name is Terrell. I said, it's your senior year. What I want you to do is, I want you to go. This is telling you, this is telling you how old, how long ago this was. Susan, go to Walgreens, get one of them cameras for six dollars, disposable cameras. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I still have stuff
1: that I gotta develop.
2: That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's <in> the drawers. <laughs> they the disposable cameras. I say take pictures, and I said, listen. You take as many pictures as possible. And every time somebody's taking a picture, you get in that picture. Because by the time you're me, which is just three years down the road, you're going to miss not school, but the people. I'm going through it right now. I'm off in some stupid, well, I can't tell you what it was, but I'm off in some place with the United States military and this is what i miss it's not school i miss it's the people so to your point susan i absolutely agree with that absolutely agree with that it is the people it's definitely the people in the relations that you build and that's really what's going to make you money in the first place Mm -hmm. yeah that's really going to make you money really going to make you money without a doubt we have four total missions y'all four total missions you should write this down I've always said two, lately I've been saying the other two. Number one is to create 100,000 millionaires. I'm going to tell you why you're writing this down and why you should, if you just say this, you'll be just fine. Number two, let the worst salesperson, we want the worst salesperson to become a top income earner with us. Now that changes the whole organization and that was so hard for me to figure out. And that is why I had to design my own software because it was impossible without it. It was, it was impossible without it. It it just was. Number three is to end world hunger. And number four is to end the student debt Student loan debt or student debt loan? Which one, Susan? Student debt loan? Student debt? Student
1: loan debt.
2: There you go. Student loan debt crisis. There you go. I knew it was going to come out. Somebody was going to help me out. To end the student loan debt crisis. And these are worldwide things, okay? All of these are worldwide. This isn't per country. This is for... The world okay and I'm sp- well but let me let me just talk to my forward thinkers like Justin I'm specifically focused on places like the UAE um, United Arabic Emeritus you know, and, and um, Nigeria Ghana United Kingdom I have strategic like expect me to want Turkey real soon. There's a if it's it's just common sense. I want Turkey like airports want Turkey. Why is that? Because Turkey's is like the center of planet Earth. It really is. Geographically, it's the center of the Earth. It just is. It's just it's why if you do an international flight, you're probably gonna stop off in Turkey. It's pretty much. Okay. Now those are your four goals. remember that, remember that because I say this gently. if you just lead with that heart and that message, the right people will come. okay You don't want riffraffs. no offense i don't I don't know what to you know you. I'm all for saving the whole world, but I can't do it with the whole world. Does that make sense to you? Like I'm I'm, I'm i I want to love people back to wholeness, but everybody don't want to be loved back to wholeness. I can only <laughs> I, I I can only pick a few Justins and some Marshias and, and you know and some Steves. I can't do everything. I you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Jerome, Antonio. hmm
4: you can't save everybody. No. You can want to save everybody, but you can't save everybody. And folks, I'm telling you all right now, you're going to have to save some folks. God bless you. Nice knowing you. I got to go. but I got to go. I'm going I'm to catch you later. Because I'm telling you right now, they're gonna be more, they're gonna be, there's going to be more than you can handle. Because they're going to want you to sell them. They're going to want you to drag them. And then guess what that's going to do? Keep you from your destiny. Don't do that. Present the information, keep it moving. Present the information, keep it moving. Come on now. You can't save everybody.
2: Now, let me pause right there and let y'all know that's a baby boomer talking. You should probably listen to that, okay? When a baby boomer tell you, stop wasting your time on some folk, that means he's coming from a place or she's coming from a place of experience, you should just go ahead and listen to that one, okay, young folk? Cause he wasn't talking to Steve and now. <laughs> you understand? He's he talking to y'all. Okay. He's talking to us. That was for you, Law. That was for me. Okay. All right. They they know about some losses. Okay, you know we don't like listening, but we need to listen more. You understand? Steve can save us from a lot of mistakes if we just listen. Go ahead, Law.
5: Hey, Jerome, you just really, just really giving out the nuggets this morning. I don't know what you ate, who you slept with. You woke uh, up on five. Look, I'm loving it. No, I absolutely agree, and that was actually my experience uh, yesterday because my brother went to rehab again for the umpteenth time, and this time it didn't, it didn't affect me as how it would, and. He was a little emotional, but I think he was expecting like an embrace and you can do this. And I was like, I'm not doing that no more. We have not been down this road too many times. If you feel that you have to do this for your own self, no hugs here, no, no tears here. You need to figure out your life. I'm done.
2: Which is why I'm all for saving the world. I just can't save it with the world, <laughs> okay? I need a 100,000 people <laughs> to help me make a difference. That's what I need. <laughs> I'm gonna keep stressing that forever, okay? Keep stressing that. Now, I laid, so that's how four goes. I laid out a four step, oh, go ahead, Phil, go ahead.
6: Well, the cliff note, there's the old saying, never try to teach a pig how to sing. It's, it frustrates you and annoys the pig.
2: <laughs> well, let's not go out there, y'all, and annoy pigs, okay? <laughs> let's not do that. Oh, Justin, they're telling me you had
3: your mic unmuted. Yeah, what I was saying is also, you know, a strong man cannot help a weak man unless a weak man wants to be helped. And when you're doing something like what we're doing, people, a lot of people get attracted to the results of the flash, once they yeah. get to the door, the work that has to be done and sacrifice that has to be, done and that have to be made to make- get it to the other side to see the flash, a lot is not going to fall through. And you might get some and then they're going to fall off and fall back. But that's just why we're the elite. I mean, if, if it was for everybody, everybody would have it. Silently. So you can't really like, I've, I've learned family members, friends, different walks of life are there for a reason. Like, people are doing their thing for a reason. Some people may work. Some people may be entrepreneurs. Some people may do whatever they do. And you click for a reason. But when it comes to doing what you do, not everybody's going to want to do the same thing. or Not, every, not everybody's going to want to put the same sacrifice in. So you can't really feel, you can't have an emotional attachment to that. And I, I've learned from experience. Even last night, I was thinking about it. Because you'll be emotionally drained, physically drained, financially drained, spiritually drained. Um, for somebody who's not feeling that same way about themselves. So mm. until, you change, until you change the mindset of the person, because where, wherever the mind go, the body will follow. Until you change the mindset of that person, they have to want it within themselves. They can't just want you and, and see Antonio or Forbes or see this or whatever the case is. They got to want to know what it took to get there and they have to put in the sacrifice and time to do it. You, can, you You can lead them there. The call is the first stop, but when it's starting to do business and everything else, it's, it's a whole other ballgame. So you're going to get more people. We're going to get more people, but they're going to have to put in the work themselves.
0: <laughs> Everybody
3: realized. should not have the the, the, the pleasure to have the access. That, I've, I've learned that a long time ago. Everybody should not have pleasure to have access to you until they reach to a certain level on, in business. And on a social level, it's something else different because otherwise you're going to be draining your energy with people who are not willing to put the same energy back into you.
2: Yeah. Y'all hear that? And that access, I had to learn that the hard way, Justin. Real talk. I had to I had to push back my heart a little. Bit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Shit. And it also people are seeing your
5: now, but they have no idea of your when. And what it took for you to get to where you are. And even in Mark 611, it says, if there's anyone that will not receive you, listen to your words, listen to your instructions or directions,
2: dust your feet off, use it as a testimony, and keep on stepping. That's it. That's it. it, took, it was, I tell you what it took. 24 years of me being called a fraud, a dreamer, um, a crook, a stupid, a divorce. Uh, three repossessions of cars, five houses lost, okay? I didn't just lose a house. I lost five at one time building this company, okay? That's a big lesson I had learned about overcompensation, that you shouldn't spend money and get stuff if you can't handle when people let you down. Help me, somebody. Some of y'all car knows you shouldn't have in the first place. There's somebody in this network that I just told that you need to let that car go. Sure did. I did. Let me see if they on right now. They're on right now. <clears throat> I said, "Ain't let that car go." Hmm. Oh, I know. I'm gonna try I- this. Try. <laughs> Oh, I'm transparent with mine. <laughs> That's all part of my journey. Or,
3: well, Antonio, what you should do is <laughs> st- stare them to the cash flow quadrant so they learn the difference between good debt and bad debt. That's right. That's that right, right there is the deciding factor of how you build wealth and how you not. I mean, sometimes circumstances put you in where you have to have good debt. You have to be running. You have to be doing different things. It was definitely but, an uncontrollable circumstance. Trust me, believe that. I was oh, never and I've girl.
2: been there. I've been there before. I've, I've been there. Let, let, let me tell y'all what happened, man. Let me tell you what happened, okay? It's real simple. You fool around and let's just say you what they'll do is they'll roll over two cars into one. Who? Let me show you something. Who has had A trade in to where they rolled over your old car note with your new car note. Don't fool me now. It should be never again.
6: uh Never again.
2: All right. That's most of the people on this call. So you ain't by yourself, Chris. We all been through it. Uh, Y'all been through it. Trust me. Antonio. Yes, sir. The car
4: note is higher than the house
2: note. You understand. You understand. Come on, man. You understand. (laughs) We fit to take care of my man. And we finna make sure he gets him a new car you understand with good debt as Justin was saying and then we're gonna be like hey y'all come on go ahead and uh go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and take that day
3: hey nobody worry about that stuff <laughs> now le- listen antonio i went through the high car notes too yeah. before i knew better me too i, I was the fool paying 18 percent interest not knowing because when you come from other areas Financial education, you don't really understand because nobody else is. I doing. thought
2: eighteen percent was good, bro. I sure did.
3: So you, and especially you, doing things you ain't got no business doing, or what I call the drug trade—not a drug dealer. You got a pocket full of money. You ain't worried about the interest because your money coming every day. That's right. You spend it; it come back the next day. So it don't really, it don't, it don't make no sense because you don't have to hold on to it, and you, you, your mind is not focused on. Assets. Your mind is focused on looking like you got money to impress other broke people who are trying to look like they got money. So one of my first loans for a car, it was a the hood hookup, eighteen percent. Ain't no no better. Once I got, and I had good credit. Once I got my stuff together and started making real money, and got my, I ain't paid a point one percent since
2: good stuff good stuff that's yeah i yeah, see the clout y'all yeah, listen yesterday forget yesterday right now in this network there are multiple millionaires over 10. i'm talking about in rakesa alone okay or just in here and and one billionaire I mean, you, you got some stuff how many would like to not pay? 0.1%, you know, on a car note. That would be fantastic, you know, fantastic. I just don't even like car notes at this point. I just,
5: you know, I just... I've never one had one, so when I get down there, I don't plan on having one. I'm just letting you know, that's, you know.
2: Well, I'm sure a car note in Texas is different than a car note in New York.
3: I'm pretty sure. I'm, I don't it's want one either way. I don't want okay, one.
2: Okay, I feel that. I feel that, you know.
3: I feel if, that. If I could share something to the group, Mm-hmm. there's a thing called car hacking, and me myself and a lot of other people who, who are you know are getting a lot of money it's basically a way you can drive whatever you want without losing money you have to learn how to buy it it's almost like buying a, a wholesale house or a-
2: can inspire
0: tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mixit News.
3: A a real estate owned property like a foreclosure. So if you learn how to buy the the, the car, you don't lose money on it because the car is an right. appreciating asset. So a car note is a good thing because you get the tax benefits and you don't have to put out that money that you put up, that you paid all that money for on an appreciating asset can be put into a house that can actually make you money. That's right. And how you'll do it is you'll buy a car with a couple of years on it. You figure the first year, the manufacturer sells a car to the dealer with about uh, 80, almost like 50 to $80,000 in markup. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're buying it from the dealer with $80,000 up what the car is actually really worth. You drive it off the lot, the first year it loses its $80,000 because that was the, the dealer's profit. The second year, the car starts to really depreciate. By like the second and a half of the third year, that's what the car is really worth. So you can find one two years old with very low mileage, drive it for a year and pay the same exact thing what you paid for. Or right. even make money. And still get the tax write-off. Still enjoy life because life is, life is made to be lived. It don't make, it don't make no sense to be, to be humble and small and cheap and you die it don't make no sense (laughs) if you want if you want if you want a Porsche go get a Porsche if you can afford it if you want a Bentley go get a Bentley if you can afford it if you want a BMW go do whatever you can do to to afford it but there's ways to do it as an entrepreneur as a business owner as an employee where you don't lose an average person will go buy it with their paycheck money with their W2 paycheck money at that and lose
2: don't do that please (laughs) <laughs> please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Not Justin's absolute. Remember, Justin, millionaire, and I, before he got here, okay? I was with my, to Justin's point, tip. I used to do W2 buying and then car hacking, like he said, is what I've been doing. But now, I was talking to, and I, I took Chris and Deanna with me, I was talking to a billionaire a friend of mine. And I'm fortunate to have a couple at this point. And this man taught me something, Jay, I never forget. I'm just never gonna forget this here, to buy cars. He said, Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't buy cars no more like that. I only buy the finest cars. And I'm thinking he's fit to say something like, oh yeah, you know, a billionaire. Talk. He said, no, that's not what I do. That's not what I mean. I only buy collectibles. So when I buy the car, and, and then he said I buy a collectible after it has depreciated. So when I buy the car, it's only appreciating as I own it. And I went, "Is that how billionaires think?" I said that. Bad? So, just want to show you what Justin is saying. And what my billionaire friend is saying, it's a whole different way for y'all to think about money. Okay, He understood, I gotta get the debt. I might as well let that debt appreciate on my behalf. Remember that, as you just learned a valuable financial lesson. Okay, valuable. Kenneth, I saw you uh, unmute your mic early. Did you wanna say something?
7: Good morning. You guys start talking, talking my language because I sell cars every day.
2: Come on, then talk up in here. <laughs> well,
7: it's, I, I listen to Mister Justin, and he's totally correct. Because here's the problem that I've run into, especially when our African Americans come in. Uh, y'all said eighteen percent. Y'all was being nice, guys. We sell them, and we hit bad credit people at twenty four percent. Yep. Now yep. yep. what? Twenty four percent. Wow. Twenty four. Wow. But what I do tell people who come in trying to buy BMWs, like uh, I think it was the gentleman Mr. Phil said earlier, if they don't listen, there's nothing you could say. Mm. Because the first thing I do is tell them, why in the world would you want to buy a BMW you just came out of a repo? Mm. Why are you trying to get into another one? Why are you trying to buy a car where you can't even afford the warranty that goes and should go with the car? Talk, sir. So, when you talk to them about getting a Chevy Cruze that's American car, man, I don't understand. They don't. I had a, a young guy work at Home Depot come in and want to buy a Jaguar. His mama's sitting right there with him. And I told him, I said, Ma'am, could I talk to your son as if he was my son? Because my son is 34, have a 750 credit score, safety inspector, and and, and know he's supposed to have his credit straight. I said, why would you let your son come in who work at Home Depot to get into a Jaguar? I said, what's wrong with driving a Chevrolet Malibu or Chevy Cruze? I said, he's the first time buyer and you want him to have a Jaguar? I said, my first car was a 1973 Pontiac GTO that I paid $600 for. I I had to pay, hey, Antonio, I had to pay $100 a week till it was paid for my neighbor. (laughs) So my daughters was highly disappointed when they graduated and they thought they was getting brand new cars. I said, nope, it ain't happening. Well, Dad, I thought you was going to get us a new car. I said, no, I'm going to go and assist you in getting you a used car and y'all paying for it. So I had to break their little hearts, but they all got used cars and probably on their third car now. But here's the point that I wanted to say. Thank you, uh, I was twenty. 425, when I was trying to make my first million, I think I was $250,000 shy. I bought a lot of cars and I still love cars, but I bought them to sell them. Because when I got into the dealership business, I started off buying nothing but high-end cars. And of course that brought me that clientele, like you say, the universe to bring in what you're dealing with. I had dope dealers, guys who was doing wrong, bringing me big money, but when they get in trouble, they have to dump those cars. Mm. And I'm still seeing that today, 30 years later, where guys got ankle monitors on a bracelet, court day sit, but they still come in trying to buy $50,000 cars. So there is a problem, and education is the problem because we can educate them if they'll listen, but I thought about what we were talking about here on this call this morning and I'm gonna say this and I'll you at my desk you have 15 minutes (laughs) that's that's the time I allow you to sit 15 minutes after 15 minutes if the couch is available you'll go sit there I got to keep that seat open same way with what we're trying to do when the gentleman said we can only tell people but if they don't listen and you can't save the world it's the same way I mean, I can educate and try to talk sense to these people, but they still come in wanting to buy cars they can't afford. Land Rovers, well, shops go out, cost $1,500 for the part, and then another $1,500 for labor. Well, when you start making the money that we're talking about, you don't have car notes. You should own everything you're driving. You got people out here renting Lamborghinis, Chargers, and Mustangs, thousands of dollars per day. So, we that are becoming these entrepreneurs, not that we want to do uh, harm to these people, but if they're going to continue to go down that cycle, I work with three foreigners. They're all from out of the overseas and they're here. The auction 20 years ago, we didn't see a lot of that. Now, everybody's a car dealer. And they take advantage of the situation because you got people coming in trying to still buy $50,000 cars who should be driving a $10,000 car. So my goal, and what I like about what we're doing with ATS, like the gentleman said, we tell them, they listen, if they don't, we keep it moving. 15 minutes
3: is what I'm allowing. I like that. Well, Antonio, you know- Go ahead, my man. Something what he was saying recently, a couple of years back, uh, about 2010, 2012, uh, when I was in the mortgage business, doing subprime mortgages, money was coming in fast and people didn't have time to do, uh, necessary everyday things. Cause you're in the office from, it's a rat race, you the office from eight in the morning to nine at night, cold calling chasing leads, doing whatever to get checks, but you're getting a lot of money. So during that process, we met a, a, uh, a car broker and it was, he basically was a liaison to high end clients who didn't want to go or didn't never want to see the dealer. I call him. I say, listen, The guy's name was Rick Abraham Cohen. I said, I called him. I said, listen, I want a BMW. Okay. He'll give me the two days later. I have the choices, of everything I want. Three days later, it'll be sitting either in my driveway in his office or brought to my office ready to go. No questions asked. You sign the contract. Boom. Only thing with that was when the cars are being traded back in, he wasn't trading them back in. Ooh. he was washing the titles with the de- and selling them back to either the dealership or unsuspecting people who were paying cash for them. The idiots that were paying cash. And they were getting burned. And it turned out to be a, a $10 million Ponzi scheme. And I got burnt by two cars. I had a Porsche Turbo Cayenne S that cost me $150,000 and a Mercedes-Benz SL63 convertible that cost me $160,000. And both of those cars are traded in and and the titles were washed, and I wound up having a three hundred thousand dollar judgment for him not paying off them car. But it was me and, and hundreds of other people. It made the newspapers and everything, and I had to actually sue Porsche for them to take that shit off my credit. And then you know later on, he he gave me the whole song and dance about he was extorted by the Italian mafia, and that's why he was doing it. And, Got, he kind of sucking me in, and I wound up gotten. I wound up getting locked up, and they gave me a million dollar bail for a drug for a drug charge, because he knew I used to be a drug dealer. So he baited me in with that, mm-hmm. and um, I wound up beating the case and suing the county. It was in Long Island, New York. I wound up suing Nassau County uh, for frivolous charges and winning too. But to see it's it's the insecurity of the person, especially in our communities. You want to look like you have the money before you actually have the money. And once that is solved, everything else will be solved because when you have when you look at it and you sit down and think for a minute, I'm really going to pay this much money interest when I could when, when I can go invest in an apartment building or or a business that can pay me the same amount of money to pay for this car? Damn. But you want to look like it because your boy down the street got one, the girl going to like you cuz she got one. <laughs> So it, it all comes down to insecurity. You're so right. what the what what the brother was saying in the dealership, I mean it's a business. But if the person come in insecure and knows what they want, I think a lot of that will be pro will be will be solved.
2: Absolutely. And if you hear what I said, I, I, I'm gonna get Susan, Jerry, and I think Phil. The if you think of, look at what I said yesterday, I was answering my man Pierre's question, and then when I when he started talking, I said, oh. Well, now that I know you talk like this, I can answer you like this. It's the same thing. Kendra was saying, all right, all right. Well, listen, sounding, you you, you, you sounding insecure at first. Okay, now that I know you're secure, you just wounded. All right, then. You got some knowledge. Let me hit you with the knowledge that you was, you know. I can only talk to you how you talk to you. Somebody missed it. I can only talk to you how you talk to you. I can't give you financial advice that that you ain't ready for. I can't. I just can't do that. And I will take your money if you want to come in here and be stupid. Because I know what to do with your money more than you. So I'm going to go, if fine, if you want that? That's fine. Give me your money. Get your service. And I will go out there and save the world with your money because you was going to buy a PlayStation. Go ahead, Chris, then Susan, then Jerry.
6: Yeah, I can definitely
4: agree with that because insecurities, especially with uh, my culture and things like that, before I was forced to
7: unpredict the situation, trust me, I did not want to get another car, but I had to have something to travel. But yeah, i like a perfect example is like when I went home and I just got my um, recent car before the oh, mess. I kid you not, like I did that because I needed something that was more, you know, trustworthy because I travel a lot and not too long. I can, excuse you not, a family member got another car just because I got one. I
4: was like, why'd you do that? The car was already paid off.
2: That's what we do. That's, you know what, I'm going to come, put a pin in and I'll come back to that. Come on, Susan.
1: Well, the reason baby boomers have the wisdom they do is from the greatest generation. We learned from the greatest generation. These people went through war the depression and everything else so banks, the way
2: banks robbing yeah. citizens don't forget that part yes it's a great depression was started by the banks
1: right so we grew up under their influence and lived our lives accordingly uh and i i've shared about my mentors my aunt and uncle in Massachusetts, my great Aunt Mary and Uncle Charlie. Um, And they came to mind when we were talking here about the cars, because I spent 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s with them. They had seven adopted children. And all this, I didn't understand until really coming here, Um, their seven adopted children were from from all walks of life and different issues that they have and still have that I stay in touch with every single one of them but uh, their home was a beautiful home it was 21 rooms with seven bathrooms and lily ponds and the clay tennis courts and the, the horse stables and It was John Hancock's home. And so they had his original school books with his John Hancock signature. (laughs) uh, You know, things they found in the barns, like an original 13 star flag. Things that are now in museums that they donated to museums. But their home, she taught me everything about antiques. But they always, it was freezing in their house he kept the temperature so low because to conserve. I mean, they're millionaires and conserving on electricity. I was always cold there, but they got used to it. And just conserving in every single way possible. I mean, we would shop, that's when I learned of Filene's basement. We would go to Filene's in downtown Boston I mean, now you see the stores, Filene's Basements, all over the country. Well, we shopped in the original Filene's Basement, which was downstairs, where you just try on things. They're in piles. And I mean, they could buy anything. But, you know, that's how they lived. That's how I learned to be conservative and shop like that. And, and they had the old Mercedes. The old Mercedes that the front seat was like a couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But when, when we would go antiquing and I learned everything about antiques from my Aunt Mary, they had an antique shop too off the side of the place and always had an antique shop. But she would say, no, we back in, we back in the car. We don't want them to see the Mercedes because then they'll put higher prices on things. So, you know, we went antiquing and... Uh, learned all those things. So I learned so much from them about being conservative, about people, about accepting all kinds of people, mm-hmm. about helping the underprivileged, about all children are special. It doesn't matter what they're, if they have special needs or not. And so all those things I did learn from them. But the, the funny story is the Mercedes and they always had the older Mercedes, which they could turn around and make a lot of money on because they were antiques. Uh, But that's what we drove around in, and they were so comfortable. And then, of course, they had a big van, you know, like a bus, when everybody had to go somewhere together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, But the great great. generation, that's why us baby boomers are the way we are, at least most of us.
2: And the largest transfer of wealth happening is happening right now between baby boomers to, you know, the generation downward, because you got the most money you got the most money and you know what to do with it, you know what to do with it. But again, you know, to your point, you were taught that was a rough time to be raised after the great depression, to be raised by parents who can't trust their government, who don't know if food is gonna be available, the threat of a cold war, the threat of work, well, not cold war yet, threat of world war again, it's just crazy. This is a crazy time to be alive, especially after all those years of plenties in the twenties. With sound, mm-hmm. here's another
7: thing to add on. Like I've had family members who were taught. Now I know everybody's going to be like, "That's insane." Were taught that it is okay to have two cars just in case the other one go breaks down. <laughs> I read right. your so, face.
2: So, <laughs> Because, because, because I remember I told you, I'm gonna put a pin in that. So I'm a, that's two pins I got on you. Now I'm in with you because you taught like me. Go ahead, Jay. I remember seeing you uh, unmute your mic. Because me and Chris come from country teaching. Lord have
6: mercy. That's, that's cool. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. And, and I, you, you know, that that's the beauty of of this setting here is the education that you can't get anywhere else. You, you can't go somewhere and get this type of an education. And just even talking about what we're talking about this morning, you know, and, yep. and, and I've owned, I, I've owned Mercedes and BMWs and, you know, um, people don't look at that purchase as a business decision. They look at it from an emotional aspect and they never take into consideration, you know, things like maintenance cost, even the the car note is only half the the equation, right? And especially when you look at at expensive cars and exotic cars. And I mean, if you're driving a Porsche you, you might be looking at, you know, two to $5,000 for a, a maintenance visit to your, your dealer and not get more than an oil change in reality. And, and people don't People don't have that mindset, and I think that's what's really good about this. If you take this type of an education, you you can develop that mindset that, that you you know that you just can't. And that's what's going to make everything else work. Is Absolutely. that mindset?
2: Absolutely. I mean, Justin and Kenneth are self-made millionaires. Nobody get them nothing. They had to, you know, fight and lose. Listen, I, you know, I don't know why people think. You don't get to millions by winning. I'm not sure what has happened in media that makes y'all think that winning works. Winning ain't never taught me nothing but to be arrogant, superstitious, and comfortable. It's all winning ever taught me, okay? Losing and then walking past those losses made me a winner. Don't ever forget that. I don't know what we out here teaching y'all, These motivation speakers need to stop because winning comes from losing only. I'm well with money. I don't drive a car right now. I get driven everywhere I go. You understand? You're gonna take good care of me. Go, 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 go. I got a perfectly healthy car I don't even touch because I just decided I wanted to be a billionaire. Y'all don't even know, Deanna knows. I just bought a Maserati. Don't even worry about it. I ain't gonna show you right now. Okay? And just like Justin said, I waited a couple of years, Justin, let that joint depreciate, copped it, okay? I just got a – I would tell you, but it don't even matter, okay? Just know I just got a six-figure car for way less than six figures. Let me just say that, Okay. okay congratulations. Appreciate you. But well, you, Justin was like, hey, man, go ahead and do it. <laughs> what our conversation But you, you, you get what I'm saying. I just did that. I ain't driving it. I ain't doing nothing. Okay? No need for me right now at this moment. That time will come. Let me take these two pens out of Chris. Chris, it could be summed up in this here. This is how, and I know Kenneth is going to agree with this. This is how they got me on the the 19% interest. That's how they got me. I got me because I went in there and I said, Kenneth, man. That's what I want, man. I don't know what I want. Ah, You hear that? I don't know what I want. Clearly, I ain't did no research. I'm looking for a car. Please lead me. You see what I'm doing? Okay. And I'm looking to pay around $350 a month. Kenneth, please tell them how bad that is. Please, sir. Please. Please tell them.
7: (laughs) you get a, you get a few people who listen let me let me share something i think i like mr uh, uh what's the gentleman name you mentioned
2: out of new york justin justin Mr. Yeah. justin oh yeah he's a good they guy. laughed
7: at me because a bentley came through the uh salvage auction and the person who owned the car apparently had somebody steal it and break the steering column i used to do business with an adjuster who would call me with good deals I said, they don't want the car because the steering column got popped. I said, man, I grew up in the hood. That happened all the time. Give me that car. (laughs) So here you is with a $100,000 Bentley that you can get for like $40,000 because somebody don't want the steering column. So deals like that make sense, yes, Uh, because I'm always looking for deals. I mean, in this business, they teach us how to buy the cars. But all I'm saying to this, if people in this group want vehicles, I can get good vehicles and make sure they make sense for you if you need my help. Thank you.
2: That's, oh, yeah. Well, no, we'll definitely nice. we, Yeah, we'll definitely use you for sure because we, listen, group, everybody know around here we do group economics, right? And we need to have somebody we can trust in every market. What's a market? A group of people wanting to buy stuff. He's in the car market. You understand? Justin is in the real estate and the e-commerce market. Um, I'm in the online university market. You you, got to do what you got to do to get this stuff done. Chris, did you see what I did, man? I told them, like, my knowledge was, my knowledge base was just make sure you can afford the car note. That is not sound financial advice, ladies and gentlemen it it's they should have taught me make sure you make money when you spend your money it's what they should have taught me i didn't learn that till later okay i could I, I basically went and said hey can you give me the car that gives me the 19% interest rate that i can afford please it's basically what i said basically what oh, i I ain't think the man you know what I didn't even say this part, and I bought a lemon because I was in the Army. I was in the Army, and I went right off the Army post, okay? So you, you already know what happened to me. They saw uh, a private first and the 15th check, guaranteed, call broken. The transmission went out in six months, kidded, and I had to go to Citibank to get a $2,000 loan just to fix
3: the transmission. So now I got two notes. You know, Antonio, I got a, um, a friend and business partner and on shop number four, and one of them is a maintenance shop. If you realize the people that buy some of the cars don't know how to buy the warranty with it or the standard warranty with it, or even if they buy the aftermarket warranty, some of the aftermarket warranties, if you buy it wrong, they don't even cover genuine parts. Nope. Mine was as is. So you're buying a Maserati with a warranty from Maserati. That's cool. But if you buy an aftermarket, warranty, which a lot of dealerships are making it kind of like, they're sliding it under the table with with, with your deal now. They'll say, oh, you have a a certification of $5,000. And it might be from Mickey Mouse warranty that don't even really cover your thing, but that's how they're making their money. Mm -hmm. And the parts that these warranty companies give you, if they approve you, because they have the ability to deny you (laughs) your your claim too, is not even Maserati parts. It's the next (laughs) best thing. You like I, I hear the stories in, in in the shop all the time, and it, it's crazy. So you got to not only to buy the car, but buy it with the right warranty too, because that's you don't want hassle with the fix of the car. You just want to drive it into service or drive it into your your local service guy, let them pay for it, and then go about your business. No
2: doubt, that's like the number six law of gold according to richest man in Babylon insure thy dwelling or something like that it basically says put insurance and warranties on your large purchases that's what justin is talking about okay that's what justin is talking about yeah yeah you, you can say something but I'm, I'm we out here we hit about two minutes all
7: right cool well i'm gonna tell you right now i'm biting my tail off to get back how i was because that's how I was able to drop that big large sum. Because I wasn't worried about all this now. So trust me, I'm more determined more than ever. Well, get well, back it, how
2: it was. <laughs> you don't you don't have to get back how you was. Because now well, you, Better, well, better, you, better. No doubt, no doubt. I, I'm not even making correction with that. I'm I'm trying to show you association. You, you you're around too many millionaires now. You understand? See what you're trying to. Let me, let me end on, you. Just put a pin in that, I'm, a, I'm gonna end right there. Susan, go ahead, because I want everybody to hear the last things I'm gonna say.
1: Oh, I just, it, it brought me to the very last vehicle that my uncle, so conservative with his money, uh, they, with the seven adopted children, they chose at the end to go into a beautiful place. I went and visit him there, it was in New Hampshire that, you know, they were served the white, you know, with the linens, and there was a the one side where you could be in your apartment, then there was a the side it's swimming pool, and, every, you know, all kinds of exercise and things, and then there was the side for the long term, if, if you were dementia, things like that. Well, at the very end, my dear Aunt Mary had to go over to that side. My Uncle Charlie was just beside himself trying to see her. Now, he could his last ride, he could have bought a brand new scooter to scoot over way over to the other side of that campus to see her. Nope, he wasn't gonna pay that money for, for that vehicle. So he rented and borrowed from a buddy there so that he could ride that scooter every day over to my Aunt Mary and give her a Hershey kiss every day. And he made sure he did that and right up until he passed away a couple of weeks before her. Yeah. So right at the very end, he, he didn't spend the money on the expensive vehicles.
2: Yeah. Do you know what you just, you, you remind me to say something. So I'm, I'm going to say three things now. Speaking of, I'm, I'm only saying this to young parents, this isn't for everybody. Okay, especially men if you're out there. So I, I got the Maserati. It's it's not you you can't see it yet because I'm not showing you. I'll show you pictures, but nevertheless. Then Monica has this fancy Mercedes Benz. Okay. Now the reason why I haven't pulled up in the Maserati is because my my I've got three wonderful kids and they have a wonderful wonderful mother okay and there's no way in hell i'ma let and i'm just talking to my people my black kids see they daddy driving better than they mama well i wish i had somebody in this place okay all right so i (laughs) told you understand so i I said monica you selling that you understand? Because now, before they ever see the Maserati, okay, I literally got it, put it at a friend's house. It's just sitting there. Okay? It's just sitting there. They're going to see this super duper class beans first for about two or three months. Then daddy gonna pull up in that Maserati let that be a lesson to some of you okay to be a lesson you got to control the images that your kids see now I'll give you the four points that I was going to give, but when millionaires start giving out financial advice, I'm going to just go ahead and let that roll so y'all can get that, okay? I wouldn't go stop the Holy Spirit for doing whatever was happening around this joint with financial lessons. but that's was like, wait a minute. Now, let them keep talking and tell you, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Let me go ahead. Let that knowledge come on out there because you can't find it in books. Chris, back to you. Chris is the wisest young man that I know. That's also Chris's problem, okay? Listen to me, y'all. No, he's, he's, he's 29 and he's, he's 40. And, and it's wisdom. I'm not talking about knowledge. It's just wisdom. It's wisdom. He's, he's, he's got good wisdom. He is, he's got great manners. He is perfect substance. But I need to say something to all y'all, okay? Your knowledge is not good enough. That's your problem. Listen to what Chris said. Man, I'm, uh, I'm going to I'm get out to this situation. That's why I'm getting out to... Forget what you're getting out of. Okay? That ain't how you get nowhere. You get to know Kenneth. And if you empty your cup, Kenneth will pour something in it. You get to know Justin. And if you empty your cup, Justin will pour something in it. Einstein says it this way, Michelle. Man cannot fix a problem that man's consciousness has created. Every problem you got, your consciousness created. So if you want to fix it, you got to use a higher consciousness, and it ain't going to never be yours. That's why you need coaching and mentoring and all that stuff. So don't try to fix it, Chris. It's already fixed by association. There's no way in hell that I'm gonna let you suffer in that terrible situation and be next to me. I, let me let me tell y'all something. I can't have that poison around me. You too close, Chris. You got too close access to me. You gotta get that off you. <laughs> I'm trying to help somebody. It makes sense, you a lot of sense. Yeah, you too close, man. Get that poison off. You, you ain't got to worry. I see, I'm going to take care of it. You ain't got to worry about it. Get that off you. <laughs> you move. Because you're too close to me to have that poison on you. You better stop preaching, boy. You Come better on, stop man. preaching. <laughs> Come on, oh, yeah, That just also hit the light bulb on me.
7: That's probably why I got to turn some other people
2: that ain't attract the same uh, energy. That's it, man. That's You know what? That's what, but that's what uh, I think Phil was saying. Listen, don't even try to convert that energy. Don't convert energy. Energy will never be created, never be destroyed. Let them have that energy. Just go find the energy that matches yours. <laughs> that's it. That's why I just saw a large chat. Yeah, man, come on. Lord. Listen, ain't none of y'all hanging next to me and going to be broke. And we don't have that. I can't, I can't do that. I can't. It's two different energies, Carol. You understand. Karen's, you know, some super spiritual Ayurveda stuff. She understands. I can't have that around me. You've you, you got to be with the stream, with the flow. So just last words. Listen, y'all. Shia, just find somebody with a higher consciousness and empty your cup. I promise you. I promise you, Lanita, to take care of you if you let her. Promise you can to go take care of you if you let them. But if you know everything, come on, help me some. I need a baby boomer right here now. You you know, if if you know everything, Vanessa can't tell you nothing. You you finna go out there and do all the mistakes she did. And she's been trying to tell you don't do that. She went through that stuff so she can tell you how not to do it. Okay? Your consciousness is your problem. You are in your way tap into my consciousness, and everybody around me, that's how you do it. Sugar, last words on you.
3: Before uh, we get off, I just wanna
5: thank everybody for their prayers, their concerns. I'm so glad I let you talk, yes. I have the text messages on Friday. My niece is at home, she's resting, but it was an adverse uh, reaction to the medication that her doctor had prescribed for her that put her in a stroke type mode so again thank you very much it's it's awesome to have a family like i have with y'all thank you again
2: amen thank well I, I tell you what i'm it. sure this is my black culture coming out because i don't trust doctors but i'm pretty sure it was a stroke they slit they'll tell you stroke like or they'll tell you you got pre-diabetes when you actually got it it's just not enough for them to put you on the medicine that they want to put you on so we gonna be blessed that your your niece recovered and is well at home. Everybody, thank you for your time. I appreciate you. You got the four visions. I'll give you the, the four step-by-step plans tomorrow. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Love you more. All right, everybody. Y'all have a great one. Thank you to these millionaires and everybody else on these calls. Yes. Y'all have a good
8: one.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
8: i t e r zip recruiter.com slash b to b and i promise you you will be grateful that you did so again that's zip recruiter.com slash b to b it's also in the show notes